BBC Six Music. John Richardson. Hello, friends. Uh, welcome to Sunday morning. That was a Jump in the Pool by the Friendly Fires. Uh, thanks to Natasha. It's John Richardson here now until one o'clock. Uh, three hours of hilarity and mayhem, no doubt, uh, or at the very least, just pleasant company and some good music. So today uh, we have got Matt Ford. Uh, we'll be in at 12 o'clock. He's going to tell us how he got on with his exercise challenge this week. Uh, he tells me it sounds very exciting and I'm looking forward to hearing it. He's still alive, so that gives you some hint as to how he got on. There was a genuine risk that he might not make it through, but uh, he's still alive, so he'll be here to tell us all about that. At 11 o'clock, I will be joined by the fantastic comedian Paul Sinar. He's going to come in, but uh, quite a low energy track, that, so we'll get the energy back up now. I'd like to play a track for anyone this is who, uh, in this new world where you not only pay for your TV licence, but then you pay extra for any decent sport you want to watch on top of that. This is for anyone who paid for Amir Khan's fight last night and watched him get knocked out in 57 seconds and uh, anyone who paid extra to see possibly one of the worst England performances in recent years 2-0 against a team whose centre-back doesn't even play club football anymore um, the exciting thing is of course if you listen to it on the radio as did most people the commentary is all the better because there's nothing else to talk about so we'll have a clip from uh, show legend Mark Lawrence and this is uh, this is the kind of stuff he was chatting about while the football was going on last night you know he's playing down the road tonight a uh, cold play next door, yeah. yeah. In fact, I threatened to go to it in the second half. Isn't and he? Can let OMPs yeah. in. <laughs> Cracking, he was whinging on about Coldplay trying to get the Nadal-Murray match on his monitor, a lot going on, save for the football. Now here's my idea for today, um, It's it's been a just a depressing week I think, sports rubbish, everywhere's flooded, it's raining, it's grey, you can't turn the radio on without hearing about the credit crunch, which is all well and good, but there's nothing to be done about it, I've been thinking all week about how we, the, there's just no solution, otherwise someone would have suggested it by now. And then suddenly, about halfway through this week, I suddenly decided that instead of trying to think of the news such as it is, I'd just start making it up, and I just started pretending everything was all right, because lies are so much easier. So I just started making up news, and I had massive fun, and it's much easier. So I thought, until 11 o'clock today when Paul comes in, uh, we just make up news stories. So if there's something that you wish was happening in the world, just text it in, email it in, we'll read it as if it happened, and just for the next four 45 minutes we'll completely delude ourselves we'll start with a story that it's sunny outside you don't need to know just turn the lights on pretend it's sunny outside uh, so if you have any news stories uh, you can text them email them in i tell you myself but i have a jingle lady to give you the full details you can text john on 64046 or email him on wait for it john music at did you get all that okay. So email in with uh, any news. I've got a cracking story. Uh, I say story, I should put that in inverted commas, but it's very difficult to do over the radio, but I've got a cracking possible story. So welcome to what, uh, what I'm going to call the delusion hour, where we're just going to pretend everything's all right because there's nothing to be done about the things that aren't. So uh, it's a fine, sunny uh, Saturday morning. We might as well lie completely while we're going for it. Saturday morning, you've still got an extra day off before you have to go back to work. Uh, smashing news now. Uh, this news broke this week. Good friend of mine, Rick Stein, uh, we were chatting earlier in the week and he actually revealed to me that he's going to move to Swindon and set up uh, a restaurant there he's going to he's bought up an old farmhouse uh, I'm going to be his assistant chef uh, we're going to set up and I have a, a soundbite from an interview should point out that uh, he refers to me as Richie what can I say we're close buddies so this is Rick Stein with more details on why he's moving to Swindon Richie I just love Swindon not exactly wonderfully attractive what I like about it is it, it's vibrant 
Cracking points, cracking points all. Rick Stein to move to Swindon to set up a farmhouse restaurant with me, John Richardson, and his assistant chef. Um, so I'll keep your false news stories coming in. 64046, johnrichardson.6music at bbc.co.uk. Breaking news, breaking news, not made up, completely genuine. Uh, Jules from London says Gordon Ramsay and Jamie Oliver have just announced that they are to focus on cooking food and keeping themselves to themselves. So shocking news there. Um, scientists have discovered from Chris in Northern Ireland. Scientists have just discovered that if it tastes good, then it does your body good from Chris in Northern Ireland. So eat what you like this fine, sunny Saturday morning. Uh, Mark in Manchester to reveal news that the Met Office has now predicted that a white Christmas is 95% certain. Um... DJH in Darlington Uh, it turns out he says that there is actually no war in Iraq Uh, the whole thing has been played out in the media as a distraction from lesser issues and it was merely provoked to stop tourists from clogging the streets of Baghdad and uh, my favourite one so far an anonymous text uh, says that Clarkson has relocated to the furthest reaches of the Outer Hebrides and has been banned from all television appearances Uh, we've got a few of these and I'll be honest they're all great so keep them coming in 64046 uh, John music at bbc.co.uk we better not do too many before the actual news because we'll get too carried away it's an incredible day for news i can't believe this is all kicking off today it's unbelievable uh jude redmond morning john i can reveal now that i am a very successful author and my latest effort bounce is the must-have book for christmas thank you jude redmond uh steven steve has won the lottery today well done to you uh news christina aguilera has been spotted with a new man uh lee bowler aka regular listener film guy lee uh, said the stunning singer I've never been happier if only well I can I can report uh, a, a love story of my own if you will Jennifer Ellison was interviewed this week and she was asked to comment on what she felt about Six Music's John Richardson uh, in her own words and here's what she said very sexy be fit hard someone who goes to the gym and works out his words not mine yeah there we go I ruined it at the end but there we go um, Michael Palin is set to become President of the United States says uh, Jerry in Guildford uh, Rob the Chef in Brighton hi John I read somewhere that the British Isles is moving close to the equator and as we get closer the pound becomes stronger Rob the chef uh, in Brighton there <clears throat> and someone with an actual bit of sleuthage uh, for the show um, Rob in Greys uh, Morning John, CC crisis credit crunch, climate change congestion charge I see a common denominator they're all rubbish uh, I hope that cheered you up from Robin Gray. so that, that could be proper espionage work there uh, we'll have a look into that I'll play a track and we'll estimate some more uh, CC mayhem uh, it's John Richardson on this fine sunny Saturday morning uh, a day on which the government has announced that all Mondays from now on are to be bank holidays fully paid uh, from Sue in Bristol and the most exciting news we've had so far which I guess we'll get an update for later uh, from Amy and Leeds in a shock move by current Labour government Gordon Brown has relinquished the role of Prime Minister to Matthew Ford after slipping on a banana skin and being unable to carry on. A statement from Mr Ford is expected sometime this morning on John Richardson's radio show on BBC Six Music. Uh, We can't get an update from him uh, on his political situation at the moment. Uh, He will be telling us all about how he got on on his first ever exercise class this week. You may have already had a little hint of this, but uh, here's a little teaser. Four minutes ago, I was very confident in myself. I'm feeling pretty bad. I'm feeling awful. Here we go back and shine again. 
<laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to hearing the full package. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't want to reveal too much, but it's been edited together nicely and we've got something special coming up for you at 12 o'clock. Um, more of your special news. Swindon Council says an anonymous texter had to provide me with a wheelie bin, which is very exciting because I've been away. My bin's been horrible. I've had to put it in my garden and I've got a little football goal in my garden for, you know, one day I will have visitors and uh, we'll kick a ball in a goal and everything will be all right again. But I've had to rest the bin up against the wall and then spin the goal round to stop the cats getting in the bins. Uh, we're talking about fake news. Uh, we've had one in from Tabitha. Uh, morning, John, and everyone else at Six Music. Now, I say we're just, we're just you know, idly passing the time here, but actually, she says, when I woke up a short while ago, it was raining. Now you've mentioned it being a sunny Saturday morning. Suddenly, sun is shining through my bedroom window. Do you have magical, mystical, weather-changing powers? Is it, in fact, now Saturday? Of course it is. That's the whole point. If it's Saturday in your head, then it's Saturday everywhere, and you can tell the doctors to shove it. Um, here's some good news, she says. The Large Hadron Collider will provide, uh, she says, will, and then one, I think that's about one, 100 billion percent definitely not destroy the world so calm down everyone it will in fact provide the world with puppies kittens and bunnies of their choice uh, i got a very stressed call from my mum this week who's very stressed about the hadron collider um she says that me and my sister say it's going to be all right so it's going to be all right but she's you know when someone says it's going to be all right and they still think i'm just saying it now so that if it does go wrong just you know that i knew um, so we'll play a song for anyone who is worried that the world's going to end on Wednesday. I'll be honest, the worst thing that's going to happen is England are going to get battered by Croatia. Uh, but we'll also play a track. Uh, this is a good way of getting a request read out for you on the show, is uh, send in a request for someone who inadvertently has also sent in a request for you. Uh, so we had an email in during the week uh, from Finn and Dave in Wolverhampton saying, Hi John, please could you wish one of your dedicated listeners a happy birthday? Emma will be 26 on Thursday, and I know she'd love it if you wished her a happy birthday. And then, oddly enough, this morning we have an email in saying, Good morning, John. My email reason is to make a bit of a corny request. I was hoping you might be able to read this email out and say thanks to my friends, Finn and Dave, who are two of the nicest people I know. They won't be expecting to hear their names mentioned, but I think they deserve it. Well, I've got a feeling they will. Uh, News that should be happening. Uh, It's official. Boris Johnson is king of the world. Um, that's not really good news. You kind of missed the point there. We were trying to raise the hopes of the world a little bit. Um, An anonymous text says, On this wonderful Saturday morning, I've just heard that the keeping of cats has been banned and the government has kept all our personal data safe for the second week in a row. Hull has been voted the number one location to live in the world and the House Martins are getting back together for a world tour. Uh, cracker news there, an anonymous text, but um, good luck to them. Uh, Paul from Equatorial Chingford says, I just got sunburn going to my outside lavvy. A mixture of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, joy and misery there. I didn't think people still had outside toilets anymore, but there you go. Um, news flash from Matt in Lancaster. That song by Noah and the Whale never existed, and I didn't hear it every five minutes for the last year of my life. Uh, Vinto in Northern Ireland says the credit crunch has been mistakenly reported in the news and is actually a cereal that comes with a free credit card. Um, Piers Morgan has agreed to fight Gordon Brown to the death even better the rights have been sold exclusively to Satanta says Rob Uh, it's been announced that all university students will get free tea of their choice for the duration of their degree to keep their spirits up and their bodies warm 
uh, and from Fen Ken, London is being invaded by a race of robot space dinosaurs bent on assimilating our national stocks of jelly deals. Well, um, interesting one, that. Um, Sammy in Sydney, Australia, has emailed in, say, hey, Richardson and team. Uh, the team today is uh, producer Ben and Jenny. Adam is away on holiday, having a smashing time somewhere, and that's not even made up news. That's actual news. Uh, hey, Richardson and team, did you end up going on your holiday, says Sammy in Sydney, Australia. I was supposed to be anyone who was listening last week. Well, now I made a big show of I was going to book a big holiday on my own and go away, and it was going to be a big defiant gesture, and I totally bottled it this week. Couldn't book anything. Uh, just went to book it and had pictures of just being sat in hotel rooms on my own. So I'll go away somewhere this week. Ben, have you ever... Uh, producer Ben, have you been... Yeah, I have, I've done it. Have two, you? two or three times, actually. Everyone's done it. I should have <laughs> just done it, shouldn't I? Where did you go? I went Once I went to Yorkshire... Right. Once I went to Greece. I uh, see that's brave. Uh, yeah, and once to Prague. Okay, well, it's the abroad ones I can't do. I've yeah. done, I've done like little UK ones, and I'll do one this week. I'll go away from Greece. Yeah. How was that? It was a conversation. Was great. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not talk to anyone? See, that's what I'm afraid of. No, I just you know sat at restaurant tables, sort of you know trying to look mysterious or something. Yeah, well, that's you're a completely different person when you're on your own, aren't you? It's like when you see people on the tube, and they say the reason people don't talk to each other on the tube because they're rude. It's not. It's just when you're on your own, you try and create this mystique that you've got very important things to be off doing, and, yeah, I'm just thinking about the important business meeting I've got, and I see no point in going on holiday on my own to just construct that myth on my own for a week, surrounded by Greek people who couldn't care what I was doing anyway. Yes, very important. That's why I'm here on my own, you see. Um, so, no, I didn't book anywhere. I'll sneak off somewhere and enjoy the sun this week. But I've got tomorrow to book it, what with today being Saturday and all. Um, we'll, uh, we've got a regular emailer from uh, Jim in York. says, all right, Rico, pleased to tell you that normal service has been resumed and I'm back listening live after surviving the Highland bus journey. No thanks to a bus driver who fell nothing short of a maniac. Um, I was one of those people who paid extra to watch the England-Andorra match. A mistake highlighted by, at one point, it seemed more fun to watch the skin on the back of my hand age than watch the match. But I was saved from this by Fabio Capello deciding he would pick a member of the public to play up front to prove exactly how poor the opposition were. I got the call after a national insurance number lottery and managed to bag a hat-trick. Nothing better in life than nutmegging an insurance salesman and slamming the ball beyond a technical director all for your country. The final score was 7-0 and Stuart Downing definitely did not play. So I'm joined now by the wonderful Mr Paul Sinar. Hello. Hello there, how are you mate? I'm alright, how are you? Uh, very well, very well. You're yeah, not too bad, apart from a very long car journey. Yeah. Uh, rather delayed by the fact that uh, people think it's okay to bring this, the capital to a standstill just because they're cycling for the British Heart Foundation. But yeah, are. who do they think they who are? Who do they think they are? Saving yes. lives with bikes. <laughs> um, it's their tour of Britain today, isn't it? I think that's what that is. Uh, I wasn't aware of what exactly it was. I was aware of how much it was It was putting on the time of the journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's quite a long... I assume they're going up north, though, aren't they? They're not just cycling around London. Well, a tour of Britain, that, that would be the impression. Yes. Yeah, although everyone thinks Britain... Britain's just London, am I wrong? <laughs> London-centric. Um, and you, you heard the box. We've chatted earlier about the boxing and the football yesterday. Now, what generally, what sports it was? Yeah, um, oh, it was for if you're a Leeds fan, five-two, five-two. Really? Is that what you did? Yeah, oh, that's very impressive. More impressive than England, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, but, you didn't uh, watch the England match. I didn't watch the England match. I was actually trying to listen to the tennis because I'm a huge tennis fan. Oh, of course, and, yeah. And Andy Murray went two sets up against Rafa Nadal, and I was listening in my car on the way to my gig when they were saying, if you want to listen to Andy Murray, you can listen on Radio 5. Sports, Sports Extra. Extra. 
And who is that aimed at? Because if you're listening to the football, you're probably in your car. Yeah. And you don't have Radio 5X, but there you go. Yeah, it's interesting. I think there are some new swanky cars, though, are there now, where you can get digital radio in your car? Are there? I yeah. I have to get one of those. Though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you one. Someone will listen in. We'll get you one sent in. Can someone send Paul in our new digital radio car, please? That'll be fantastic. That'll be done. Um, so are you uh, a Murray fan, or were you sort of back in the doll? Because I find it very difficult to get behind him. Oh, no. What, what is well, The only man who's grumpy grumpier than you is that <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you lost your crown is well he's grumpy with confidence though i have a good good grace to be ashamed <laughs> of it and grump off and go and hide in the dark for a bit well no i'm a sports fan and he, he came at a time when uh, tim henman was losing his mojo so to speak and he yeah played, that great tennis renowned mojo that renowned mojo and he played yeah. great tennis for the start and i've always wanted him to do well so i really like him i'm not one of these people that has a gripe against the scots I got nothing to get. Don't paint me as a racist, Paulsena. <laughs> I may do the odd Northern Irish accent on my show if a texter texts in. Um, but uh, t- today's news revealed that it's not racist anymore to do racist jokes. Christian Northern Ireland said. Um, it's just uh, uh, the thing with tennis is it's it's an individual sport, isn't it? And I don't really care where people are from so much as how they behave and if they behave in a in a swaggery manner. He's, he's a rough diamond. He's not had an easy life. His parents are divorced. They have the whole Dumblane thing going, and he's not had a full education, but he's had to train to become brilliant at tennis. It's not that surprising that he's a little bit of a rough diamond. He's not Joey Barton, let's be honest with you. He's 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 just... That's a very good case. I've never had anyone put it so eruditely before. Yeah, You've just totally swung me in one sentence. Well, to, yeah, go. Andy Murray. I hope he wins, but I hope Murray <laughs> wins a set because I think my mum quite likes Andy Murray and my uh, Nadal. So I hope he wins a set, Nadal, so he can do a big elbow flex I think he's won thing. enough for this year, do you not think? Yeah. Wimbledon, well, the French, the Olympics, I think he's had more than enough success. I don't think one set uh, against Andy Murray is going to swing your mum one way or the other. I think she's... Well, it's just so he can do an elbow thing and everyone can see his biceps, because that's what they want, isn't it? Nadal's biceps are a lot bigger than Murray's, I think. It's yeah, I, tra- I actually trained him up. He, he uses my uh, training moves to get his arms like that. I didn't know that. <clears throat> no, not it a lot is, of people It is do. made up news day today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but that's true news, is what that is. This is the kind of thing we're looking for. Paul. Um, hello John from Dan in Torquay. Alistair Darling has been found to be half badger, a fact which means that he can no longer run the economy and the post has been relinquished from him. Uh, Nick Perry says, in the, it's very loud now, I can hear you breathing. It's quite, it's quite <laughs> erratic well, in one breather. sense. Um, in the latest government data loss scandal, ministers have revealed that Her Majesty's revenue and customs have lost the tax records for surnames P to R and thus will not be issuing tax bills for those affected this year. And uh, Charlotte says, I've just heard that James Blunt has confirmed that he is to retire, promising that he will never sing in public again. In a statement, he explained that there was enough pain and misery in the world without his music. <laughs> it's a personal opinion from Charlotte there, and as a man who just played... Well, let's be honest, a controversial track. Um, I really shouldn't comment. Uh, mixed mixed reception for that on the text. Um, so is there anything you'd like to just pretend happened? Is there anything generally griping you at the moment? Uh, yeah, Jamie Carragher, he's griping me. Is he? Yeah. How come? Well, as a Liverpool fan, I'm, ra- I'm rather hurt by his comments that he, 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 that in his autobiography that uh, he, he doesn't really care that much when he loses for England. It doesn't matter to me, him as much as it, as it when does he loses, when he loses for, for Liverpool. And I think that pretty much sums up English football in the last five or six years, doesn't it? Yeah, but then they all got angry about it because people said it this week, didn't they? They said, oh, well, you, you don't really care. And then Rio Ferdinand came out and said, we do care, but in a tone of voice that clearly indicated he didn't care. He was going, yeah, well, we, we do care. It's, it's got in when we lose. Really? I haven't seen you crying. 
I don't think you have to cry to prove you have care. to cry. There was there was enough tears when we lost to Portugal, wasn't there, after the penalty shoot in two thousand six to show yeah. that they cared. It's just I'm not entirely sure they all do. I um, think it's it is to do with the salaries, isn't it? I think you can tolerate a loser. Like that's the thing about the Olympics. When you see a winner who you know does it for the love of the sport and doesn't make mm, money from it, yeah. then when you see someone lose who you know is earning one hundred twenty thousand pound a week, you think you shouldn't get that money yeah. then because I mean, you I, lost. I mean, I was offered a corporate only this afternoon for uh, for what was two three probably about five grand but no 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 john richardson that's <laughs> that's where i'm going to be this morning because we do it for the love don't we john we do it for the love the we love s- and the lies the love and the lies yeah yes. so you didn't you didn't do that did you no i didn't of no course i didn't no. <laughs> i was terrified for a minute there can't match that sort of nonsense um so you think you should care for england and for he's a man who's had quite a lucky career though as well isn't he jamie carragher he's a very good player but you look at him and you think I don't think if he was playing that well for a Division 2 side, he'd get scouted because he just looks like quite a scrappy player. Yeah, I mean, he does the job, doesn't he? But uh, the thing is, club football, you play the same games every single year. Whereas international football, you often get just one chance in your life to make a difference or to make something happen. That's why I think international football is... Is, should be the aspiration for all footballers. Jamie Carragher's season is pretty much the same. Season in, season out. Good yeah. run in the Champions League. Fourth place in the league. It, not, nothing much changes over the years, let's Lovely be house, lovely swimming. Whereas he's too. only going to get one chance to put a penalty away against Portugal in the quarterfinals of a World Cup. <laughs> and uh, he chose not to take that chance. So, um, no, I, mean, I just think international football in the bigger picture is, is the bigger glory, surely. You'd, you'd like to have thought so. But then in these days, it's not very cool to be patriotic these days, is it? You're not supposed to be proud of your heritage and your nation and stuff, because it's, it's... Well, thanks to the Olympics, it's cool again. It is cool again, it isn't is it? It is cool again. And the even Paralympics in, even in canoeing. Today. You can scream your head off in canoeing and be proud to be a Brit. All the stuff that no one really cares about that we happen to be good at. I got in trouble for talking about this a couple of weeks ago as well. Because <laughs> um, you're a trained doctor, aren't you? So is there anything else... This is a text we did a couple of weeks ago. Anything that you could have done in your life had things been a bit different. Did you do any sports when you were younger or anything? Um, I was I was quite good at snooker when I was about 15, but as soon as I made the, the leap from six to eight foot table to 12 foot table, it, <laughs> n- it, ne- it never quite happened for me. I have breaks of 85, 90 odd on smaller tables. Wow, really? But, but only 32 on a full size table. I, I never managed to make the leap. I think if I'd had less of an education and more time spent in snooker halls and pool halls, I might have been better. That's the thing, isn't it? With getting into sport when you're young, you've got to sacrifice your education, and generally speaking, that's, exactly. that's not a decision you should take. And I was the Croydon under-12 chess champion, uh, and ranked 10th in London for my age group, but to get any better, I'd have had to join a chess club, and our local chess club was at a pub in Streatham that was renowned for being a national front haunt, and my, <laughs> my, my dad, surprisingly enough, wasn't having any of it, and so my chess career stalled at the age of 12 which is a bit Who'd of a shame. Who'd thought racists even blocking young chess champions? Well exactly uh, obvious jokes about uh, white pieces and black pieces Oh I yeah suppose, of course. But, um, no, is that the, that's not the traditional heritage is it? It's just white and black because there has to be. No 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 it, 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 it wasn't a famous racist that invented the game of chess. In fact chess, no, was, inven- dra- chess was invented in Asia so it was unlikely to be the case. Well there you go then um, good. All right, then. Well, we'll chat more about the heritage of famous board games. If you have <laughs> an anecdote about the heritage of Ludo or Jenga, there must be something going on behind the You didn't Kaplunk. just call Jenga a board game, did you? A, a b- wooden board game. A wo- 
Yeah, that's it. I got around that, didn't I? You said hey, are you quite seamless. You said that in the tone of a voice of a pedant. Who... Yeah, yeah. But, well, you're famously pedantic. I thought I'd try and match. I thought I'd try and match <laughs> you over the course of the next hour. Do, um, do you play Jenga? Uh, I I play a little bit of Jenga. Uh, I've never been ranked in either, either junior or senior level in Kent or or London, but I've been known to play a mean game of Jenga. You might be top ten Jenga. You never know. Hidden talents. You never know quite how good you might be. Is there a Jenga league? Let's Google it or internet it um, and find out if there's a Jenga league and then get you in it. This could be a little task. We could send you out over the next few weeks. There's I, an Edinburgh show in this, it's Paul. Exactly, I could be the next Dave Gorman, couldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Point, point, pointless task turned into one hour Edinburgh masterpiece. Yeah, the Johnny's pri- the, Jenga. We'll the call prisoner it. of Jenga. Jenga. Yeah. We have a text message here from Danny from Leeds. It just says it's not really a World Cup, I don't think, but it right. says me and my best friend played topless garden Jenga last New Year's Eve. Seemed like a good idea at the time. I'd like to point out that's Danny with an I at the oh, end, okay. suggesting that it's probably a girl. I think it's fair to say that uh, topless garden Jenga for blokes doesn't have the same. Ring risk to it. element does it have the same risk <laughs> element. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, no risk of real nipple chafage there, <laughs> is there? Um, well, uh, if you have any news of uh, the Jenga World Cup, keep them coming in. We've had news that DAB Radio in your car is apparently quite easy to get and has been around for about five years. Uh, so thank you for that, Graham Griffiths in Reading. Uh, so keep your uh, questions and text for Paul coming in six four zero four six. Just around the corner, Matt Ford with his update of his weekly exercise task. This sweat is stinging my eyes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> tune in for for more of that. So we've, we're still getting loads of these um the news such as it is and still getting loads of people reporting that since i said it was sunny it's sunny now it's sunny in york now because of what i said well i say because of what i said you checked the news yesterday and it did say that today was going to be a sunny day and that it's going to rain again tomorrow uh, when i'm going away somewhere but don't know where um so made up news um a brilliant new cure for hangovers has been found, says Kim. Um, it works a treat. Um, actually, I do feel better, but that's probably because it's now Saturday and I haven't drunk the wine yet. That's more time travel. Um, I've just checked my credit card agreement, and it says I don't have to pay anything back if it rains for more than three days, Doug in Leicester. Um, and uh, Maria says, news from CERN, when the Large Hadron Collider is ter- uh, turned on, Swiss chocolate will flow from every tap in Europe. Um, so that's quite exciting. That's we, we already have an obesity epidemic, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. I refuse to be cheered up by that news. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, how do you feel about the obesity thing? Um, not bad. I quite like him plump, to be honest with you. <laughs> Less chasing. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I, d- I don't know. Pe- uh, I don't know. It's so difficult, isn't it? Because you don't want to typecast. It seems like such a typecasty thing to say everyone's getting fatter, but then everyone's getting fatter, and you think maybe the reason is because we're all afraid of saying everyone's getting fatter. It could be. I think. I think TV and computers have a lot to do with it. I mean, I uh, I stopped being a GP back in November last year, and I thought this was going to be a year where I just uh, went to the gym every other day, <laughs> went to art galleries, did cultural things, got off my lazy backside. But no, I was. I spent most of the year sat at home playing Scrabble. Uh, yeah. and, and hardly moving from my bed, so... Um, it's it, tough it, to go to the gym when you keep having to get off the equipment because you're laughing at the music that you've put on your own iPhone. <laughs> do you do any exercise? Do I do any exercise? No. Only, only, uh, the only parking in Crystal Palace tends to be at the bottom <laughs> of a hill, and so there's walking up a very steep hill to get to the shops and restaurants. It's pretty much the only exercise I do. Right, mainly the shops and restaurants, though. Yes, um, Not yeah. all food shops, though. It would worry me that, though. I, I, you've got, do you get your heartbeat up a bit doing stuff? This is what worries me about up. 40. I, get, I, I mean, 
mean, I, I, I perform uh, at Jongleurs, which is a quite, <laughs> quite a nerve-wracking experience at the best of times. And my heart rate tends to go up to about 150 when I'm doing that. So that's, that tends to be my exercise of the week. It'll be interesting to see how many extra calories you burn as a stand-up, because you forget that most people switch off at five o'clock and then they sort of wind up and being a bit generous there maybe like six o'clock if you've had a very hard day um but you know some people switch off in the evening but as a stand-up you're naturally you're up and about and even if you're just walking and thinking and preparing to well, it's do like stuff the Edinburgh Festival. people always tend to lose weight no matter how much booze they walk yeah. down and no matter how many deep fried whatevers they eat they tend to be lighter by the end of the festival than they started well, he and put I, on weight did he yeah that's pretty impressive <laughs> i think i mean certainly i remember from my first show that's possibly because you spend an hour uh, every day with a heart rate running between 120 and 150 which does tend to uh yeah make you, make you lose weight but and a quite... few hours on the toilet there's something about the nerves of Edinburgh. Toilet all day. That was perhaps too much information. <laughs> now, this one, I can't work out whether this is made-up news or whether it's real. I might be being naive, but this seems like it might be real, from Steve Duffy. Trains in Italy are to have hair dryers installed. 8% of the Italian population have long hair, and both male and female commuters have recently suffered from increased levels of cold and flu, which has been attributed to going out with wet hair. Two consecutive summers of almost non-stop rain has contributed to the problem. Long-haired commuter Giovanni Lopez said of the idea, I think it's a good idea. Now, the end bit's clearly made up, but that seems conceivable, doesn't it? Uh, Lopez is a Spanish name, but other than that, um, he everything... Could, he could have travel. Hey, I travel. <laughs> other than that, everything around that story sounds just about believable. Yeah, they yeah. don't got the hairdryer on the Spanish train, so I move <laughs> for Italy. Um, that's not racist either, is it? Doing Spanish voices, you're allowed to do that. <laughs> so, Paul Sinar joins me. Um, now, you did in Edinburgh. I was supposed to go and do Comedy Countdown, I couldn't do it. And you, and you stepped in. You did a couple of Comedy Countdowns, didn't you? I did, as Carol Vorderman. I yeah. was Carol Vorderman, which undoubtedly my dream job as uh, i come from a family who are obsessed by countdown we spend most of our time <laughs> we spend most of our time my family time shouting obscenities at the screen as yet again carol fails to get a relatively easy maths puzzle correct uh, yeah. she's, in our family she's very much seen as the most un, uh, overrated celebrity of her generation i'd love to have one of those uh, sort of all sat around i used to go to my friend alan's once and it, him and his parents used to sit and watch um, university challenge and his dad's really clever, so his dad used to get lower to the answers. And it's nice to have that sense of superiority that you can go, oh, come on! <laughs> but I've never quite been clever enough. I'm, I'm confident enough and arrogant enough to sit there and judge people without even having got it. Oh, that's easy. Have you got it? Well, no, but they should have. Well, bless them. My mum and dad don't let guests being around stop them from putting, <laughs> from putting Countdown on the Sky Plus. It's oh, slightly it's, it. it slightly freaks out other... other oh, that's the reason I bought Sky Plus for my dad, actually, yeah. was he used to tape Countdowns on increasingly worn-out VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, no, it's time for Sky Plus. That was uh, the first hurdle I had to overcome was Sky Plus and Countdown. That's a real, am I going to do this? The 2.30 in the morning repeat, I definitely want to see it. Yes, I do. You have to, you yeah. have to. I mean, you can tell a lot about, uh, by people's Sky Plus list. Yeah. And uh, my parents is simply Bollywood movies and Countdown. There's, no, <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing else on there. It's great. Mine is uh, Gladiators, which is just finished. I had that on. Um, I don't have Countdown on Sky Plus. It's just too much of it about. Um, you've been framed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, The Simpsons, the new ones. And that's, that's all I have on. 
Well, I, I don't have Sky Plus, as I explained earlier. Oh, you've given it to your parents. Yeah, yeah. Lovely no. gesture. It is a nice gesture. But you're about to be on telly. I am. While we're fr- talking about intellectual comics. Friday week, which is September the 19th, 8pm, uh, BBC Two, you'll see my valiant attempt to get into the second round of bbc's mastermind mastermind that would terrify and is that celebrity mastermind or? Uh, no i'm certainly not a celebrity i, I was recognized once on the escalators of alders <laughs> in croydon but that's really as, <laughs> that's really as far as it goes uh no it's uh, by someone pr- going the opposite way no no standing behind me oh that would have been a bit <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh no it was the proper mastermind wow uh, it was one of the amb- my little ambitions in life was to take part in mastermind and i fulfilled that ambition so you can't well. say how it went don't spoil the job. Certainly on a BBC radio station to no. break BBC conventions and break all the rules. Say how it went. You let's just say that uh, there won't be any need for you to look out for me in the same. <laughs> um, what was your specialist subject? It was the life and voyages of Ferdinand Magellan. Really, of, of whom I knew absolutely nothing, but I wanted to learn something from scratch rather than do what uh, Mylene Class infamously did on Celebrity Mastermind, which was to pick the most narrow subject imaginable. And she picked Sex in the City series two, oh, which I think is the lowest point geez. in the history of Mastermind. And I wanted to go the opposite direction and try and do it's something Magellan. vaguely highbrow. Is he Portuguese? He was Portuguese. Did he go around up... the Cape of Good Hope. Uh, no, he went around the. The Cape Horn, yes. Yeah, that's, um, and that's my two facts gone on Ferdinand Magellan. And he's dead. <laughs> he is dead. He there died in 1521. Was that one of the questions? What, is he dead? Dead or, or alive? Dead or alive. Ferdinand no, Magellan. that wasn't actually, but uh, there were some questions that were almost as easy as that that I got wrong, as you'll see, <laughs> as, as you'll see when you watch it. But it's fun. It must be terrifying, though, because I sort of... The thing about comedy is, the great thing about when you learn to be a comedian is you know that you are your job, and as long as you relax, by instinct you can make stuff funny... But with Mastermind, that being tested on intellect, that would absolutely... I would freeze completely. I think the most scary thing is that you don't want to make an absolute titty yourself, mm. as you don't want to trip over the step and you want to get your name, occupation and specialist <laughs> subject right. Once you get over that, everything else is relatively straightforward, but you don't want to be on TV blooper shows <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In, in, in years to come, or you don't want to be that person whose brain suddenly freezes and you can't answer anything correctly and you end up with three or whatever it is. And that's happened to people before. And you always wonder how on earth did that happen? And when you sit in the chair, you realise... Oh, yeah. You realise how easy it is for that to happen. Well, I sit here as a man who's spent an afternoon of his life looking at all the YouTube clips of people who got the first question wrong on Millionaire. Oh, yeah, they're great, oh, happily spend yeah. an afternoon doing that. It's, it, it's, it's the shock, isn't it? It, it? On their face, that's, that's, yeah. that's a joy to watch. It's good on the American ones, because they're so confident with it, and you can yes. kind of... It's definitely uh, spoons... But, uh, uh, sure? but yeah, like, yeah spoons. But like pretty much all YouTube clips, the millionaire ones are rather spoiled by the overly aggressive comments that are left afterwards. Oh yeah, uh, it, it, it's pretty horrible. It's just Americans and British having a go at each other for being thicker than the other. And really, you know, if you're putting comments on YouTube clips about millionaire, you're already fairly thick. <laughs> it's amazing how even any clip turns into a race row on those it, it's, comments. It is it? unbelievable. As a big cricket fan, it, it, it just ruins cricket clips because, for instance, Shane Warne's Ball of the Century to Mike Gatting in 1993, which should be a, a beautiful clip of cricket history, is just a bunch of Indians and Pakistanis having a go at each other <laughs> saying, your country sucks, no, your country sucks. And it's, right. pretty, it's pretty depressing, to 
be honest with you. I, I can only read that. I remember, I don't know, my favourite cricket moment of all time is the, the bit of commentary where uh, he's talking about the guy trying to get his leg over the stumps. And Not any old guy, it. it was Ian Botham who was trying to get his leg over, yeah. Ian Botham, yeah. but I can't remember the commentator's name, which is dreadful. Yeah, Brian Johnston. Yeah, yeah. but a cracking click. It's but wonderful. I get into, I'm, I'm one of those fickle people, I get into like the Open and the Ryder Cup golf and I get into the Ashes uh, for cricket, but not really a lot. I did go to Headingley the other week. That was a nice Was there a game on? Yeah, no, I was just in the <laughs> area doing a gig. No, no, I went to watch the England versus South Africa. Oh, on the Friday? Uh, where we batted all day. Oh, the it test match. meant nothing yeah. because we lost anyway. Oh, right, yeah. Something yeah. was going on. I wasn't really paying attention, to be honest. I was drinking and eating curry, but a smashing day. Smashing it is day a good out. day out cricket, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Especially if you like a drink. Yeah, and cheaper than football, which uh, is worse. So, Paul, uh, thanks for coming in. That's a pleasure, mate. Well, look out for your mastermind. I will set my Sky Plus for that. Thank you very much. Um, and what else you got coming up? Uh, I'm <laughs> in Birmingham tonight at Are the you? Hare and Hounds in Kings Heath. So if you're in the West Midlands area, please feel free to come along to a lovely little gig run by a lovely man called James Cook. I believe King. I'm doing that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, there you go. That's the quality of bill. <laughs> that's, the, that's the quality of bill you can expect up in the West Midlands. Uh, that, that starts, I believe, at 8 p.m tonight uh okie dokie um well uh thanks for coming in um no problem at all we will um we'll try and sort you out with that gillamots track since you enjoyed it and uh we'll try and very keep, kind we'll uh, look forward to seeing you in jonga at the edinburgh festival next year <laughs> um keep your eyes peeled for that uh, very much thanks to uh paul sinar matt ford coming up paul sinar uh has gone off into the Night. sunny saturday afternoon of london uh text in from katie john you've made the impossible happen the sun is out in manchester and another text it's sunny in manchester I'm changing the world for D. I know you are, mate. I've been uh, inventing news uh, just because there's nothing I can do about the world, so I've just been saying make it up. Quality. Say what you want. Um, You've been made Prime Minister. Have I? Yeah, Gordon Brown slipped on a banana skin. Oh, man. But he's all right, though, isn't he? Yeah, it's fine. He just couldn't govern for a bit, so he's made you PM. That's fine by me. Um, And it's Saturday. Um, Every Monday is a bank holiday, paid. Oh, man, this is quality. It's sunny outside. You got to stand for election, mate. These are the big <laughs> ideas. This is what Britain's lacking. Just making up the world. My um, word. Yeah. In, anything you want to have happen? Um, Clarkson's like, been. Uh, Clarkson's emigrated. Yeah, Clarkson can go, and uh, who else got someone? Richard Hammond can go with him as well. <laughs> and uh, what are the morons? Oh, little John, get him out. <laughs> and uh, Forrester when the. Oh, you've been signed for Forrest. Uh, oh my god. This is astonishing! Good news from Danny Cardiff. Multi-millionaires have bought Nottingham Forest FC and have snapped up Matt Ford for £35 million now that he's exercising. A snip. That there was we go. A, they got me cheap. <laughs> um, I need to get a new agent. Mike Collett in Bearwood. Mark Ronson has admitted in today's press he's a talentless, song-destroying type. Oh, I said, I thought we were meant to make up the news. Ooh. Oh, doosh, doosh, doosh. Rich said, Bring in I, the truth. If I could completely delude myself, it'd be by announcing that Sheffield Wednesday has been taken over at last and a new board put in place. Good news, all the members of the Stone Roses have got back together, settled their differences and going back on the road after the long-awaited release of the third album. Floena Benjamin has finally agreed to marry me, loves from Spearos in Plymouth. Um, and Jill in Leicester, I woke up this morning and my OCD had gone, as had my need for psychiatric medication. Happy Ooh. times. Uh, so I'm making it a bit serious. How so- about Tony Blair to do a theatre tour? <laughs> theatre? Is that strictly in the northeast? Theatre. I'm here in the theatre. <laughs> so Johnny Blair. How do you yeah? say it then? How do you say it? You're such a word snob, you are. Theatre. Theatre. Theatre, innit? Anyway. Ain't playing no theatres, man. I ain't introduced myself properly. I keep trying to. I've, keep... What do you like me to say? What's my setup? Just say. 
uh, is Fordy. <laughs> <laughs> John Richardson here, Saturday morning. Here's Fordy. Hello, Britain. <laughs> I Go still ahead. love that. I think that catchphrase is going to catch on. Can you imagine that Saturday night? Pro- no, this is an off-air conversation, isn't it? <laughs> my, little, my little dreams and hopes. My plans, my dreams, my hopes, rubbish. my schemes. How have you been? Been fine. I've had a good week, as you, you know. Well, we'll find You've out about the proof. that. Well, let's just get straight into it, shall we? We've already had I a don't want to ruin it, but, well, just listen to it, man. <laughs> um, we'll have a track. Um, do you want to do your little impression that you do for this? This is Sex on Fire by Kings of Love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it was that what it was last no. week, was it? It works though, doesn't it? It works. <sighs> That's not sex, is it? That's horrible. That's lust. So, it's time now. Um, we'll get straight into this. This is uh, your live report from this week. What was the class you did? Cardio Kick at Bramcott Leisure Centre. This is Matt Ford, live from Cardio Kick at some time this week. Well, hello, it's Ford here. After last week's um, challenge, I've now been set a real one. I think this one's really going to test me. It's called Cardio Kick. Um, I've just parked up outside. I'm absolutely petrified. Uh, it's run by a woman called Michelle. <laughs> I don't know what to expect, but I'm sat in the car laughing at myself, and uh, there are people looking at me. But look, let's get serious. <sighs> Whatever it takes, now I'm going to nail it. I just want you to know that. I don't know what you're going to hear next, so I don't know what it's going to be like. But you've got to believe in me. Right, here we go. Here we go. Come on, England! All right, Ray, well, we just had a quick chat back there. This apparently is the hardest fitness, what, class provided in this building? Uh, it certainly is one of the hardest, yes. Uh, it's very high impact. Um, quite a few of the staff wouldn't attempt it because it is uh, very energetic. And they're super fit people, right? Yes, sorry. So, w- what's the likelihood that a, a, a lad like me, I'm 16 stone 9, uh, probably haven't played any sport for about four years? You're going to struggle. How long, time-wise, do you give me in there, do you reckon? Ooh, I think uh, you'd be pushing 10, mon- ten minutes. Because you, you had a heart start device down there for me, didn't you, Ryan Orton? Uh, yes, that was just a bit of a, a joke, but uh, yes, we, we do have a uh, heart start, which is uh, a defib unit for people who uh, have heart attacks. So uh, at least we've got it on standby for you. Cheers, Ray. Thanks. Right, and Michelle, you're going to be uh, teaching me for an hour now. Uh, I was just saying to Ray that I haven't done sport for about four years. I weigh 16 stone nine. Pretty poor diet and I'm asthmatic. How long do you give me before I have to bow out? I think you'll be okay in the warm up, but after the warm up, I think you might struggle a little bit because it's quite a high impact class and we do lots of jumping around. What sort of stuff? Is it because it's called cardio? Yeah, we do kicking and boxing moves, um, skipping rope. Um, punching, kicking, that kind of thing. Is there any teamwork or am I going to be able to just... Yes, there is at the end. We do some teamwork at the end, yeah. Now, which end is going to be the back? This is the back. So, but there's a flipping mirror. I want you near the mirror. Do you? Yes, so you can see your posture. Okay. (laughs) All right, right. Well, we'll get cracking then. All right, Michelle. Cheers. (laughs) Thought it was going to last about... 10 minutes have actually lasted half an hour. Oh, I've been absolutely knackered. I'm just screaming at me now, so uh, I've been alright, but I feel pretty, 
pretty pumped to be honest. Uh, talk to you again in a bit. Bye. Doing this thing called double time where just pretend to kick someone in the head. It's quite hard and then uh, do it faster. About five minutes ago I was very confident in myself. Now I'm feeling pretty bad. Feel awful. Here we go back and shout again. Feeling even worse now. Um, you've got to just, you're not allowed to stop, you've just got to jog at the side. I'm just stopping a bit and uh, jogging. There's about 15 minutes left of this. I'm just trying to stick it out. Oh man, here we go. I just had to team up with someone and pretend to punch him in the guts. Oh man, it was horrible. I'm not a fan of violence at all and I feel like I'm being forced into it. But uh, we've got to do some mat work now, so I'm going to go and grab a mat. I'll tell you how I get on. Mat on the mat, here it comes. Right, Michelle, it's all over. I lasted the distance. Were you watching me at all during I that? I was, yes. How did you think I did? You did really well, actually. You I think? was surprised. Yeah, you did well. You kept it low when you were struggling a bit. I saw you take a time out to do a bit of marching, but yeah, and you stayed through the whole class. I'm proud of you. Well, <laughs> Thanks so much. Can I come back? <laughs> you can definitely come back, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. <laughs> Right, Ray, you, you sort of put an arm around me when I first came in here and showed me the defibrillator. There was no need to use it, luckily. Uh, I'm quite impressed. You, you did uh, extremely well. Right, um, you're a man of science. How, I mean, what is the equivalent of me doing this? Is, is this equivalent of something like, uh, you know, like someone swimming the channel? Is this, how does this compare to the great sport and achievements of the 20th and 21st century? Well, since the teachers stood behind me, I, I would have to say probably at least a half marathon. <laughs> Is it for, for a fit person? Like, if this was the equivalent of, say, uh, like Paula Radcliffe running a marathon, what, what, is that the equivalent of someone of my fitness? I, yes, like I, I would say uh, it, it is a hard, very hard class. And was this my Everest? I think it probably was, yes. Am I the Chris Hoy of Nottingham? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> nice one, Ray. Thanks very much, mate. Okay. I've just come out of that. And I absolutely nailed it. I nailed it. There's no two ways about it. You must have heard the uh, the impression that I made on those people. Good old Ray and Michelle. I nailed it. I can't believe it. After my lifestyle, the way that I do things, I thought genuinely I was gone. An hour delivered live for Six Music. 4D is back. Oh, my. I feel real, real achievement. I feel like maybe I have got longer than the amount of years I thought I had, and I'm not going to tell you how many I thought I had. It wasn't based on science anyway. Mere hunch, and uh, that's no good. I didn't solve crimes, not in the real world. Anyway, I nailed it. I absolutely nailed it. I did it. The legend that is Matt Ford. Well done. Cheers, well done. mate. John Richardson on Six Music on a day of uh, made-up news. It's been revealed that Elvis is still alive and Professor Stephen Hawking has just been charged with benefit fraud after being filmed cleaning windows in Wrexham. Um, and appearing in Panto. And we should point out that uh, that wasn't a spoof, was it? You did that. That proper. was absolutely real. Yeah. You can tell it was real, can't you? I don't uh, even know why you said that because you raised question marks now. <laughs> You've reacted very angrily, though. Yeah, but you want to introduce the mate and go, this is John, uh, he's not a criminal. Because people go, well, why are you mentioning it? Why are you having to say that? Yeah, but then if John went, I'm not a criminal, why are you saying I'm a criminal? I never even well, do it. You wouldn't even say that, I would you? wasn't even there, I was on holiday. You wouldn't, you wouldn't give someone a piece of meat and say this isn't a bit of meat. What are you saying? What are you trying to do? What are you exactly. trying to tell me? So why is the, you've raised question marks now. <laughs> people are going to be at home thinking... You've raised question marks because you've raised your voice. Is he for real? And I tell you now, everyone listening, you listen to this. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, well done. My favourite bit, I think, was... Uh, 
So you had to take a bit of time out going to do some marching. <laughs> it's a lovely but He just sound a bit like Paddy Considine. Yeah, it? yeah. That was a bit of a joke. <laughs> they were, uh, oh, they were quality. Are they you really looked back after then? me. Did you make friends? Uh, well, I think they liked me. Um, I liked them. It's mutual. I might go back. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to go back, are you? I can no. tell from talking to you. But I've started playing tennis. Have two you? Two hours yesterday. You know what? I don't feel stiff at all from that or tennis. You've been knocking about with Murray. Is that why I'm he's ba- got better? I think honestly, I can't figure out what it is because my l- lifestyle is pretty poor. I think maybe I am like just a miracle of nature and <laughs> science, doesn't it? Maybe the stuff I eat oh, actually I somehow created has a fused. monster. You know, like when <laughs> Spider Man got bit and he, the, he fused with his DNA. Yeah. Maybe the stuff I actually put in does you bit Spider Man. Does give me like health giving properties, right? Because where is this you steel you- and strength coming from? <laughs> Maybe it's just natural. It's just deep inside me. You know what? It you would know, have to be. I didn't even remember saying, come on, England, beforehand. But that was just the way of, like, that was just, like, psycho. You're an 96. Yeah. There's something inside me, basically. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. Burgers. I, it's like I've just got metal guts or something. <laughs> Do you know, I can't really explain it that well, but it's just, like, it flows through me like an energy. <laughs> <laughs> well... Fascinating. Um, I, I, I saw. Basically invincible. I hoped you'd find some energy because it does give you energy exercising. But it I didn't you think feel... you'd find this unshakable self confidence. <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually going to make you arrogance. worse now. I think you're probably drinking twice as much because you now think you're some kind of machine. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I think you do. You, uh, look me in the eye. Do you think you could run the marathon tomorrow? London. Yeah. Nah. Right. No. Yes. No. I couldn't run a marathon. Right. What I'm Half saying marathon? is. No. What I'm saying is. An hour of intense stuff, I can do that. Right. I couldn't do a marathon, but I could knock the living hell out of a, an hour in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, it, I tell you, but you, after you exercise, doesn't don't you feel the world's a better place? Mm. You feel like you've just got loads off your mind, don't you? Yeah. I'm going to try doing it more. I would do. But, like I, say, I think two, it'll two catch hours on. Tennis. Soon they'll build these whole complexes, I reckon, where people just go to exercise together. I think it's going to be big. Um, so you need to text in a challenge for 40 this week. <laughs> Fair enough. Anything, mind. anything. You bring it on. Create a beast. We've already had one in. Yeah. Um, hi, John. Uh, just finished listening to the podcast and heard Matt Ford claiming to laugh in the face of death and danger. Ha ha ha! I believe actually you went, ho ho! Okay. Hello, death. <laughs> Hello, danger. Um, well, I have a sport that he might want to give a try that will be more fun than body pump. It's roller <laughs> derby. A full contact sport played by ladies on roller skates. <laughs> what? Maybe Fordy would like to join us, the Windsor Roller Girls, at one of our training sessions. We'll be practising hitting, taking hits, booty blocking, hip checks, as well as speed and endurance. And it burns 600 calories an hour. Fancy joining us, the uniform, hot pants and fishnets, is optional. Love Marie, a.k.a. the Yorkshire Tripper. That doesn't sound like my sort of thing at all. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that's... It sounds perverted, to be quite honest. Yeah? What time are they on it? <laughs> um, well, well, maybe set that There's one no up. such sport. They've made it up. Oof. It's you just a load them, of girls. You're calling the Windsor Rollers <laughs> liars? They're just romping on wheels, aren't they? That's all they're doing. They're just having a good old rough and tumble. Well, we'll Google them. We'll Google them and we'll find out. But if you have a better suggestion, something for Fordy to report on this week, 64046. The email is johnrichardson.6music at bbc.co.uk. Be honest. DJH, scientists have proved that there is a heaven and entry is judged by your record collection. I am screwed. No, um, you're not. You've got some lovely music, clan ad. <laughs> <laughs> Pure moods. 
panpipe movie theme tunes. I ordered the uh, relaxing cinema classics. I almost got it as well. And an album by uh, George Brassens, the best of Randy Newman. Um, So we've had a look at the uh, Windsor roller birds. uh, (laughs) (laughs) My God, they look like... Well, they, they look would hard. take you down. Their names are Mindy Struxable, <laughs> Lid Vicious, Badass Bambi, Sass B.O., <laughs> and a girl I think you would get on with particularly well, Tits and Tats. <laughs> and then Clash Nick of. Yeah, so uh, maybe we'll get Matt Ford down there. Um, but keep other suggestions for a task for Matt Ford for this week. 64046. Yeah. You've got many, you just did Edinburgh Festival, didn't you? you didn't yeah, man. Any extra I didn't festival. do it. I rocked it. <laughs> and I'm not talking in terms of the gigs, I'm just talking about, you know... How I enjoyed myself. Um, right, we right. rocked it. You liked it. Brah. We had a right old laugh, didn't we, this year? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you didn't enjoy it as much as I did. I'm not a big fan of the old sobriety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so here we go then. Uh, hey! Exclamation mark. Matt should go horse riding. He should complete. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He should complete a show jumping course, either that or try and deliver a lesson to a bunch of rowdy school kids. All right. Two yeah, very yeah, I'm opposing for, ideas I'm, there. I'm up for whi- whipping some kids into shape. Yeah, I think yeah, there, yeah. Are, there are certain CRB checks that you have to go through. To that get... I will pass, of course. <laughs> All these question marks. Of course I'll pass a CRB check. Yeah. Criminal Records Bureau, for those of you that are wondering the code of government talk we're talking here. Yeah. Lingo. Yeah, man. Um, all right, then. Maybe we'll get you doing, like, a class or something. Is that doable? Yeah. Anyone, any school in Nottingham wants me to go along and be a classroom assistant or something like that. Right. I'll I'm come along. pretty sure that's not going to happen legally. Uh, Zara, please can Fordy what? do a hip-hop class? Yes! A hip-hop dance class. Or should I say, hell, yo! <laughs> <laughs> I can think of no better image than Matt Ford body-popping. I think you missed an apostrophe S off there. Um, hi, Jock Matt Ford's body popping. That's what I did there. No? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way ahead of you guys. You guys think it's Saturday. Hi, John. Fordy can come kite surfing in Landudno, North Wales. Come and have a fly. Come down and do it on the Trent, mate. <laughs> I'm not going all the way out there. Um, okay. Uh, I challenge Fordy, this is a good one, with your newfound sexy body. Your sexy Hang on, body. No, no, the sexy body isn't newfound. Your what I can do with it is. Body. It's um, the new ways of using it. I challenge Fordy to be a model at a life drawing class. Oh, what? Yeah. As long as the room's fairly warm. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, I'm happy to do it. You don't look like a lady. Shut up. Hi, John and Matt. I didn't say that. Though. Here's something for Fordy to do. He should do an hour on a rowing machine listening to that song you played earlier. Uh, that's a possible one. Hour on a rower. Do you reckon you can make that? Easy. Easy. Um, you'd have to get off and do some marching. <laughs> um, well, no, you just slow down, don't you? You don't have to go hell for leather for an hour. You kill yourself. Well, I kill myself. Sep just slow in down. Manchester. Just have a nice little cruise. Sep in Manchester. Can we send Fordy to report on the war on terror? Frontline bombs going off. Real danger. You know what? That's my favourite. I'm well up for that. Yeah. If anyone wants to send me to Iraq to go out there and support our <laughs> boys or Afghanistan... Do. I'm well up for it. I'd be well up for that. Yeah? Yeah, big time. It's, Fearless. That is going to take a bit more organising than getting you to the gym round the corner from your house to do a boxer size class. Yeah, I know. You're going to have to hire a plane. Oh, uh, yeah. Where's the comedy angle coming from? This is my worry with this. Oh. Uh, 
Well, I've just got with some squaddies, wasn't I? Got on the lash of them. All right, boys. Oi, oi. Yeah, you and your army lingo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, basically, I know some army expressions that I told John off which is why they have to stay, and now he's mocking me for it. But I know, mates, you know Dilks. He your was in the TA. You told me all about it. Is that poop rolls downhill, and that's what you think is going to get you in the TA. <laughs> it's the sort of thing they say. It's the sort of language that they talk to yeah, each other in, man. Bit overweight, and you've failed on all the tests. Yeah, but poop rolls downhill. <laughs> well, hell yeah. You're in. Give this guy a K40. Seven or whatever they're called. AK forty seven. Robin Birmingham, can we GPMG, get GPMG general purpose machine gun? <laughs> so I know it all. <laughs> well, you're in then. Uh, can we get forty wrestling? Robin Birmingham, want to go wrestling? Yeah, yeah, I'm up for a good you old wrestle. Could wrestle uh, comedian Will Hudson. He used to be a wrestler. Well, he beat me, wasn't he? Well, that's the whole point. You suddenly changed your tune. What well, happened to? Come on, England! Yeah, I'll, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I love him then. Hodgson, if you're listening, me, you, right here, right now. Hi, John. Or sometime in the week. From Jake, cleaning his flat in Bristol. Uh, although it's defunct in the American League, surely they're somewhere still playing slam ball. It's basically a combination of basketball and trampolining. It's oh, nice... I've seen it! I've seen it! And they have, like, a trampoline in the floor of the court. Have you seen this? No. They have trampolines at certain points, just outside, like, what the boxes in uh, basketball. You know, the little yeah. thing. The area. And they, there's, like, a trampoline in the floor, so they run, bounce on the trampoline, and then they can slam dunk. Right. It's amazing. Boy, and then yeah, obviously yeah. the other ones are trying to defend it, so they're jumping on trampolines trying to stop them. <laughs> it's brilliant to watch. <laughs> right, YouTube well, it, man. It's quality. He sent in the YouTube link. We'll put it up on the website. We'll uh, we'll put a uh, we've got the video of the week. I'm not uh, up for doing that. Um, we'll do a clip from the video. Of the week. Oh, we'll do it now since we're talking about it. We'll put uh, the YouTube clip up. We've also got another. We'll put three videos up this week. Whoa! Like I haven't done one for a couple of weeks. I'm coming in with three this week. Dear John, I stumbled across this video whilst on YouTube today. Not sure what to make of it, as the picture isn't that clear, but it definitely looks like 4D. Furthermore, it sounds like you in the background at the end. Please what? let this be true, as it made me laugh for a full five minutes. What? Now, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to play a clip from that video. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we'll put it up on the web website and uh, no can, way is it us you, you can go and make up your mind whether you think it's me and 40 and we'll put the um slam ball what's said on it what's said on it this is our actual video of the week a clip from it this evening i'm in leeds with the prime minister tony blair prime minister what word denotes in botany an alternate <laughs> common name for the astrophysics? So there we go. If you want to hear more of that, then uh, that's our three videos of the week. So we've had some more <laughs> suggestions in. Uh, paintball came in. Fencing. Uh, Birmingham roller derby. And it, we were deciding, and then suddenly Fordy went, You know there's Monkey Forest, don't you? <laughs> there's Monkey Forest in Stoke. And you yeah, really want to go to Monkey... You're allowed to say, if you want to do something, just... I want to go to Monkey Forest, <laughs> and I want to report on what's going on down there. I've been to Monkey Forest. You said it was brilliant. Your eyes lit up when Cracking I said Monkey day Forest. Out. I was in. I did a gig in Coventry, and I was going to a gig in Stoke. I drove past a sign for Monkey Forest, and I just thought, even if one of those words is a lie, that's still going to be better than Stoke. So I went Ooh, there. Yeah, contentious. So that's that gig off. <laughs> um, all right, then. Monkey, Monkey Forest. Forest, I'll go down there. I'll, um, live report. Talk to the... Monkeys, whatever. <laughs> have a chat with them. They'll probably eat. I mean, with it, they, they'll probably try and grab the equipment. Yeah. And my radio stuff. Oi, oi! <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for the double entendre hour. Um, we'll have uh, another track now. Uh, <laughs> Fordy gets all his monkey jokes and egg jokes. And is that a banana? Get them all out. Are you just system. pleased to see me? Yeah, la di da. <laughs> um, they're called Barbary macaques as well, so you can have some fun with that. They've got little stumpy tails. 
Um, it's a good time here to go, actually, because they've just had their babies. So there's Quality. a little, little one. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I've got to prepare the podcast for this show, which you can download from the BBC Six Music website. Um, thanks again for all your emails and texts today. That's right. You sent me one text in. I'm doing stairs, mate. Let me in. <laughs> um, that's about it. So uh, stay tuned for the music week. Listen out for a certain Amy Winehouse track that backs up Matt Ford's task for the week, which uh, you can hear more of next week. Um, I mean, assuming the world doesn't end on Wednesday, which it might. Um, Why? The Hadron Collider, they turn it on, the particle accelerator. Yes, well, it's not going to end, is it? Well, just let's say if it does, we thought of it first. Okay, right. well, I'll get a monkey so, forest on Tuesday then. <laughs> All right, then. Have a cracking Saturday. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you again next week. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> BBC Six. Music.